0: The Snooze Lumberland sale is on now. It's amazing what a little snooze can do. As long as Stav Abby, and Osha don't sleep in and miss the podcast. Hit 105. It's a
1: photo going viral at the moment and it's pretty insane. It's over in uh, Port Augusta in Perth. Um, port
0: Augusta's in South Australia?
1: Wait a second. Augusta, south of Perth. Okay. No port there. So okay. I guess no boats are stopping. There's waves, they go, past. <laughs> go on. Should be a port there. But then I guess we'd confuse it with that other one. What's that other one called? Port Augusta? Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, yeah. good point. Keep going.
0: Um, I just know because um, I shortened it once and that's a big no-no. Uh-huh. And I got in trouble.
1: What did you shorten it to?
0: I can't say no, it. No, go on because I remember this. No, no. Yeah, because I, Because my friend lives there so mm. I used so the you, word that they to. call it. No, mm. I just, and apparently it's, it, you don't say that word.
1: What, what word was it? I don't you can not
0: allow to call it. like of doesn't matter. You're not allowed to shorten it, so it's Port Augusta.
1: Okay. Um, oh, Port Augusta.
0: Yep. There we go. Got there. <laughs> um, yep so there we is
1: just gutter. There's so no this Okay. just <laughs> uh, of a photo port of a dude. He's of the of and um, shark attack is my number one fear. Like it's got to be the most terrifying thing. And the shark. There's a great white shark in the photo with him, and he's done that thing that they say. You know how they say there's two things you should do if a shark attacks you. Poke it in the eye.
0: Mm-hmm. Or rip out its innards from its gills. Like <laughs> 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 I thought that's what... they. Like, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, all right, muscles. Uh, I, I thought
1: that's <laughs> it. <laughs> no wonder you know oh. fish, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't have any pet fish at home. Why did I think before I... Goldfish I, I ripped that it. Was it. Yeah, no, that's fine. You yeah. know what
0: happens in the jaw movies? Or yeah, they they we, what are you talking about? I they don't reach know, in, I'm not. They
1: it... reach into its gills and pull its innards out through its gills <laughs> like a human. It's
0: only an emergency. <laughs> <But> it <would laughs> an emergency. it would have
1: to be an emergency. an Emergency. What are you doing for dog attention? I don't want to know. Ripping spines it's as out. He's trying You're... to poke it in the eye. I Isn't think, it? No. I think you've got more chance yeah. of you've hitting. You've got to wrap your eye.
0: arms around and get to its eyes. I, stop no, you're just like Dave, you just it wasn't that funny. You poke like, that. I know what poking like in the three eye Stooges. Poke. unless <sighs>
1: unless the shark can put its fin up to stop you. You're not gonna, you know. No, you tap. <laughs> you don't just to recap, no, well, You don't fanny, rip its innards it. out of its gills. Okay. Um, and Ugh. make it some sort of. Shark meat puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Ah, ah. (laughs) I'm not going to bite you. (laughs) No, you tap it on its nose.
0: What? Come
1: on. All its nerve endings are in its nose. And if you tap a shark hard enough on its nose, it actually just backs up and just floats backwards.
0: Have you seen it? What? Have you seen that happen?
1: Yes, I have. You can see footage of it. They showed it on 60 Minutes a few uh, months oh, ago. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I haven't seen? I haven't seen any footage of someone ripping its gills out through its innards.
0: I don't know. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Abby now
1: with
2: Osher on Hit 105. Hello. What? 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 You sound like a ghost. I can't. I hate that. Passenger, good morning. Hello, hello. How are you?
0: We are good. I'm just always embarrassed when I sing to an artist and I sort of forget (laughs) and then I'm like, oh God, hold that back. Well,
2: I thought it was beautiful. I really did. I've actually recorded it for my ringtone.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Prove it. I'll call you now. (laughs) Um,
1: Good to have you back uh, in the country. It's been a while since we've chatted to you. How have things been? I think it's been, since we last chatted to Passenger, it's probably been, what,
0: Years. No, 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 wow. no, 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 only a couple. Surely not. Yeah, surely not because you're out here and I remember last time you were here you were still busking.
2: I, and I still am. I've just finished a, a, a whole summer of busking in, in Europe and the States and Canada and it's been brilliant. It's, uh, I mean, it's obviously different to how busking used to be for <laughs> me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still that same kind of, I don't know, sort of raw, direct, honest thing that I've I've always loved about busking so it's been great
0: well we are like sorry i was just um i'm watching on instagram i'm listening to your new uh single that is out anywhere yes it's terrible What? <laughs>
2: It is, it's it really, is awful. Really
1: I'm not, so glad you said it
3: because not. I... Yeah, no, look, it just, it,
2: it was the elephant in the room. Everyone was, it was feeling really it awful. and I, it was awkward. let's just yeah. get it out of the way. Yeah, and okay. now we can just relax. Everyone breathe out and <laughs> just get on with the interview. Oh,
3: so
0: I was just saying, it's, it's, it was filmed, you know, for your summer and you've described <laughs> it as a beautiful ditty and I think it is and it's perfect for us because we're just going into warmer
2: weather. Well, exactly, and you know what? I don't think it's terrible. I, I'm really proud of this one, mm-hmm. and and it is—it's sort of a happier, sort of bouncier little moment for Passenger. I'm not really used to it. Um, mm. I feel quite lightheaded about it all, mm. uh, but <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a summery, catchy kind of road trip, good time song, you know. And uh, I hope people really dig it.
0: You are performing January the 20th Mm. at River Stage, which in Brisbane in summer in January is quite be.
2: That's going to be muggy, my friend. I know. I've I've done it to myself before. I've played River Stage a few times Mm. now, usually around sort of January, February. And, yeah, it's either completely bucketing it down Mm. or it's the the stickiest thing ever. Mm. And I have to throw my clothes away when I get off stage. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I love River Stage. And, you know, I've been playing in Brisbane for so many years now. And it's such a nice feeling because I started playing... You know, obviously, busking and playing places like the Troubadour, which is now the Black Bear Lodge. Right? Yeah, it's and, still uh, great. Is Rick's Bar still there? Just yeah, across that's the road? An institution. Yeah.
1: That's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah.
2: you know, I, I, I used to play places like that. So yeah. it's it's so nice to have sort of. I feel with Australia that I've I've you know I really have sort of come up through every single venue possible. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. And it's so nice to be able, you know, <laughs> yeah. blimey, the river the river stage is an absolute dream. So um it's a lovely. Really venue, looking yeah. forward to playing there again. Yeah, and it's going to be with the full band this time. Which, oh, great. I haven't done for at least 750 years. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, gonna <laughs> be like really
0: fun. You're like a vampire, sir.
1: We would like to test your musical knowledge, actually. Oh, uh, my We've God. got a little game uh, we'd like to play,
2: uh, and it's called...
1: Are You Faster Than Shazam? You know the app Shazam, where it'll tell you what song you're listening to.
2: Absolutely, yeah. So, oh goodness. Yeah,
1: it's it's a, it's a tricky one. Basically, we're going to play music uh, to you and to Shazam, and if you can name the song before Shazam can, then obviously with the title, you are faster than. <laughs>
2: So I'm competing against Shazam. a music database. Yes, you yes. are. You yes. are. Yeah. With the the power of eight thousand machines. Okay, we can do this. I've yeah. got, this. Um, I've got we've,
1: this. we've we've played before with other people. Uh, Darren McMullen who's actually hosting a musical quiz and he beat it a few times, so you should okay. be you should be okay. So let's go with the first song, Passenger V Shazam,
2: see who's faster. Go. Oh, Justin no Ed Sheeran. Uh, f- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> <This lady laughs> yes. Sing. It was, <laughs> yes. oh. it was Ed Sheeran. F- uh. Ed,
2: she- Ed Sheeran sing. <laughs> oh, I love how he
0: said uh. Justin Bieber. I'm like, how dare you compare? No. Him? But then I was like, well, he no, doesn't. No, no, no. Right Tim I thought
2: it was yeah. Justin Timberlake, and oh, it does sound a lot like. Yep. N- yeah. With no disrespect to Ed, but it does sound a little bit like a, a Justin Timberlake. No, song, we did sorry. say that
1: when we actually mm. when we actually picked it. All right. So right. you uh, you beat Shazam. As did well. I beat? Yeah, you wow. did. Wow. And um, I got a
2: swear word yeah. in. So Shazam
1: didn't swear. So song number two.
2: James Blunt, uh, You're Beautiful. Oh, you are! On you're fire. very
1: good. You are beating the autonomous wow. machine so well, and we got one more for you to bring it home. And okay. P.S. didn't swear in that one, so well done. Okay. Uh, okay. So last one. Last one. Song number three.
2: Hmm. Let, it, oh, go let it go from Frozen. From I thought it was Let It Go from Frozen. I always get the two confused. So. Well, you are someone we will never let go because
1: we love you, River Stage. Uh, Brisbane, the 20th of January. It's going to be an absolute great gig. It always is when you come out, even though it's going to be the stickiest thing ever. Passenger, thank you so
2: much for your time, buddy. It's always a it pleasure. been such a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank
0: you so much.
2: Stevin
3: Abbey, now with Osher on Hit 105.
1: What lovely weather we've been having recently. Beautiful, And we can bring that up today because OSHA's not here to tell us that it's global warming and that we're all going to die. Yeah. Because it's it's just been nice. I mean, we're going in the spring, so it should be heating up, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And as I've always said, if it the polar ice caps melt, then Bardens is closer to the water. So well,
0: I think they were saying like in, you know, 50 mm. years time, we're not going to be able to live on Earth. Really? Hmm. We have to go on. Osha taught me that. Oh, gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it has been lovely. And I'd encourage everyone to get out there and enjoy the lovely weather that we've been having. Like I did on the weekend. Yes. Because uh, Sunday was just just glorious.
0: We went on the bridge to Brisbane together. We did
1: and wasn't it a lovely morning for it? It wasn't too cold? You, mm. <laughs> you're, still, you're still in Come shock? Come on, can you walk still? No, I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. I am, I'm around. went to a around. boxing class yesterday. Cool. I thought that was a dumb move. I had a bath with some Radox because I'm 50 years old.
0: And uh, a bath bomb?
1: And a bath bomb. Oh, that's why I got glitter all over me. But uh, well, we were just hanging out at home on Sunday, uh, me and the little one and, and the wife and um, I was upstairs and I found a uh, I found a, a bag of uh, those water balloons. These water balloons, best invention in the world, these water balloons. And if you say, The ones where they're all on the thing, you put it on the tap and they inflate them all all at once. I mean, how good
0: is that? And they tie them themselves. Tie in themselves. So and you amazing. have
1: 20 right there, good to go. It's an amazing invention. The kids won't know the struggle of one at a time water balloon wars where it just was a nightmare. Yeah.
0: And then someone would get you in the back of the head while you were trying to fill up your water balloon. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the same.
1: It's not the same. But uh, I found them in the cupboard. I was like, oh, it's so warm. We may as well get them out and, and, and do the packet. So, got them all out, and we're in the backyard. And we're throwing the water balloons. They're so good. And the good thing about them, too, is they're biodegradable as well. So, you can throw them, and then they'll just uh, disappear. It's a into local the lawn. company.
0: So, are you getting back? No,
1: no, but it's it's a legit great product. Um, but we were doing them. And um, the one thing that my daughter likes uh, me to do is she likes me to throw them high. Uh, and so, uh, either they'll hit a tree on the way down, and it'll rain. Yeah. You know, so, and I throw them high up as I can, and they go up and up and up. They fly up in the air, then they come down, and they whoosh. Magical. Right. magical. It's are magical. Uh-huh. And sometimes a rainbow will form. Oh, it's just a delight, right? <laughs> so I'm in the backyard, and I'm pegging them. And I'm putting some stank on it. Like, I'm uh-huh. pegging them up. And like, Look yep. at that one. Look how that goes. So I'm like, really getting... Watch this one. yeah And it went flying up in the air, right? I'm yeah. Pretty much almost in a plane. Like, pretty high. Okay? So then we had three <laughs> left. And she had one. And mum had one. And I had one. And she's <laughs> like, okay, daddy, big one. I want on a big one. I so like, I got this. Let's go. And I just... Wait, this thing—like I just like—right up in the air, and it flew up into the sky. Like you couldn't even see it, and it flew up in the air, and it just kept going and going. Then it slowly arced down, and it kept going down towards the backyard. And as it fell, it. Sc- Gone my neighbor in the face! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it nearly knocked him unconscious. He was just having a barbecue, unaware everything was going on in the opposite yard, and all of a sudden, what he thinks is probably the biggest bird in Brisbane has just. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's concussed. He fell down. He lay no. down. Did like you, he was that high. And did it you wasn't- say anything? you know how like if you don't fill them up enough?
0: Yeah, they hurt even. They more. don't pop. Yeah. It yep. wasn't that
1: it wasn't that full. I am yep. pretty sure it was a rock. I'm oh, pretty know. sure. So he's out. <laughs> he's out. I'm on real estate.com. I gotta move. I have to move.
0: Is this the neighbor you don't normally talk to? Yeah, well, now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osha on hit 105.
0: Now this is a pretty um, important chat and we do hear the stats about domestic violence and unfortunately our statistics are not going down, yeah. even though we seem to be talking about it more openly at the moment. And yesterday an ex-Brisbane Lions player, Albert Proud, was charged for um, assaulting, severely assaulting his girlfriend of the time, Rochelle, and... For anyone listening to this, it can be really quite confronting as well. So I just want to give that warning Mm -hmm. out there for anyone that has experienced domestic violence. And I do encourage you to call if you're in this situation, um, 1-800-RESPECT. Now, Rochelle wanted to share a story. It is quite hard for her to talk about it, but she wanted to share it because... A lot of girls have actually reached out to her mm-hmm. because she's been in such a high-profile case. Mm-hmm. It's made the news, it's made the papers, so people have wanted to reach out to her. So I just want to encourage people to listen because she does have a message for it. And also to Rochelle, um, she's listening as well at the moment, so thank you and good morning. And this is a chat that I did with her earlier. So, I am joined by someone who I've just met today, but feels like I've known you for a long time (laughs) because we've talked. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked online. You know, we've followed each other on Instagram, and this all came about because of your very famous, I guess, and sad story that happened to you last year. Do you want to tell everyone what that is?
4: Yeah. So, I was dating a man called Albert Proud for about. three months. Um, we went to a wedding one night. Um, when I dropped him home, he beat me out of nowhere. Um, I woke up, I guess, probably a week later in, in the PA hospital at Brisbane. Um, I'd been in a coma, told I'd had major brain surgery to fix everything up. I had been critical for three weeks. Um, I don't really remember probably yeah. the first month or so of it. But um, then uh, that they thought i had brain damage but they didn't know to what extent until they did you know a bit more research now that i was awake and um yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> cuz i this was an important story to me and i guess it it is to to any female yeah hearing it but um i read about it because he was an ex-brisbane lions player so of yeah. course all of a sudden cuz he's a footballer they print all about the story, um, which yeah. makes you it amazed <laughs> to know how many um, stories don't get told. But it made headlines. And then my friend sent me a message saying, do you know that she um, has a son that used to go to our childcare? And I was like, no, and I, I didn't know that. And. I looked you up on Facebook and I said to my husband, do you know her? And surprise, surprise, having a hot blonde <laughs> at the childcare, <laughs> dropping off the kids because he does a drop-off. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, yes, I do. <laughs> and I didn't. But I looked at the photo of your son and I knew your son because he was always like the, the coolest dress with the coolest hairstyles. Yeah, he's trendy, trendy. <laughs> yeah, at, at childcare. Um, and I was like, wow. And then I'll have to admit, I probably went into like this wormhole on Facebook for about an hour and I just could not stop crying, yeah, because I reached out to your friend to find out how you were, and she's like he's in a, she's in a critical condition. we're trying to look after her son, yeah, and I just felt so sad because I looked through the photos to be completely honest, all your photos were you just gushing about an amazing boyfriend and yeah. photos of him um, with your son and babysitting your son and taking him away on spa treatments. And everything like this, that on the surface, he just looked like this ultimate Yeah, he did. Boyfriend. <laughs> and then you're in the hospital and the last photo that you posted was of you guys having an amazing time at the wedding. Yeah.
4: And honestly, like an hour and a half before this had happened, he'd been saying to everyone at the wedding, joking, saying, I'm going to marry this girl. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me. That was my last, one of my last memories. My last memory was screaming my son's name in his face as he beat me to death, like knowing that I was gonna die like I knew I was gonna die and I don't remember running out of the house I don't remember anything past that point but this bride and groom who we just seen get married were driving past and picked me up I think I said to them I'm not feeling well take me to hospital so they drove me straight to hospital so he had fractured my skull from the front all the way wrapped around to my jaw Um, he'd fractured my jaw as well he had strangled me so all my neck was black with you could actually see his finger marks in fracturing my skull he'd ruptured an artery so I was actually internally bleeding I'd lost a liter of my blood which is about a quarter of your blood into my skull so it was pouring into my skull and no one could see it um so that was squashing my brain as well so I had to have full blood transfusions and he was everything that I wanted up until that night I, I don't know what happened. I still don't know, and I never probably will. but
0: was he a violent man before?
4: Um, there were things that he had glassed a girl, um, but he you know he sort of got away with it um, in the court. So I believed what the court believed that he hadn't done it. and to this day now I believe he he truly did like he his words to me was, I would never hurt a woman, I would never touch a woman. I think he's in complete denial of what he is capable of. Even to this day, I think he's in denial of what he did to me. I don't think he's taken responsibility for what he did. Yeah. Um. So I hadn't ever seen any violence. O- obviously, he'd never been violent with me. I wouldn't have been there. But he was aggressive in his nature, the way he was with his dog. Um. There was one night we went to dinner. The taxi driver missed our turn off and he was screaming at this man and I was sitting there like wrong with you like I said who cares we'll take the next turn off like it was he was really aggressive in his nature he'd lose his cool and I had talked to him about it I'd said you know especially when he drank I was like don't drink around me you know you just something's not right he would get really jealous really paranoid at the end of the day he's not in control of that anger Mm. he's not in control of that rage he's completely irrational at that moment and he probably had no idea what he was doing but he still did it you know
0: uh, he was sentenced yesterday, and I am confused about the sentencing. To be completely honest, we'll mm. talk about that and and uh, hear the full interview next. But I do encourage people: if you um, need help, please one eight hundred respect is the phone number for domestic violence. Steven Abbey now
2: with Osha on Hit One Hundred and Five.
0: Hey, the stats about domestic violence are, are, are really quite devastating. I don't know what the answer is. I think a lot of people have too much aggression and no way to sort of, you know, deal with it. Mm. Um, and to hear that, you know, a, a female in Australia is um, killed oh, every week uh, by the hands of someone that she loves is quite um, daunting. Yeah. And we're talking about a, a famous case. And Rochelle is pretty amazing because she wants to share the story with people. Yesterday, her uh, ex-partner was charged. He's an ex-Brisbane Lions player, Albert Proud, and he was charged for domestic violence. When he attacked her out of nowhere after a wedding, mm. and she went, she was in hospital for a long time, they told her parents that they didn't think that she would make it because she had such severe brain injuries, and anyone that's had to deal with a brain injury will know that they don't know how yeah, you're going no. to recover. But she did uh, extraordinarily recover quite well, and she was telling us her story, and she picks it up here. So how do you feel when the last memories you have is of you at a wedding with this guy who's completely besotted of you? I used to see all the posts and just used to think, wow. Yeah. You go from there to the next thing you know, you're in a hospital room with brain injuries. Yeah. And they've told you that he's done this. What's I remember when they
4: told me when I woke up and they told me and... Do you know what if I'm brutally honest I was just heartbroken part of me missed him even you yeah, know I just yeah. I didn't really believe it at first and when you have brain injury you go into something called um, post traumatic amnesia you're really confused like I didn't really feel like any of it was real and I kept waking up every morning in this hospital going surely I'm dreaming like this is so weird Yeah um but I was heartbroken I was I let this man felt in. like
0: this is a guy that did it to me. Yeah, you, I'd you been this? single
4: for three and a half years before this and I you know, I thought I'm heartbroken. Like I'd finally met someone that was amazing and he's just turned out to be this monster, you know. I didn't do anything. Like mm. how can you just do that to someone out of nowhere? And um I don't even think until recently I've even hated him. I don't even know if I have that in my heart. I have Do you the- hate him
0: now or you don't know? Something happened recent?
4: Yeah, so just a couple of days ago, um, um, I guess a mutual friend had recently spoke to him. He didn't take any responsibility for it. He was saying he was really drunk. He was saying he was on drugs, which he was not. Um, he was saying that it was because he had a really rough childhood and that was sort of like the reason why he did what he did. Do you think he believes that? I truly do. This man is in so much denial of what he's capable of, of what is going on in his head. There's, this is an angry man that is like a ticking time bomb, you know? Yeah. And he's, do you
0: think that makes it different for you, realising that he's
4: not remorseful? Yeah, yeah. And there was a word that my psychologist used that I remember it's just stuck in my head was, he's murderous. And when I heard that, I burst into tears and I saw it. He really was. I ran for my life from that house. I don't know how I escaped. I don't remember that that bit. If I hadn't, would he have still kept beating me? I was While he was beating me, I was screaming for my son's life. I was screaming for my life, trying to snap him out of it. And he continued to strangle and beat me. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that that man was not thinking about, I might kill this woman. He was quite happy too, you know. And that was the scary part of it. And I think just hearing that a couple of days ago, hearing that this he has no responsibility whatsoever for what he did it's everyone else's fault that he did it not his own just makes me go I I, I think I hate you now <laughs> yeah you know? and that's good for you yeah to, to move on. and I think that's the reality with like you know criminals but especially like domestic violence things it's never their fault they never take responsibility for what they do yeah. you made me do this you know mm. you Cause this, or it's not you know, not just physical, I had a rough. Also yeah, I had a rough childhood, so that's the reason I'm angry. You know, my psychologist said to me, he would have known that he's had these thoughts, angry thoughts in his head for years, and he's done nothing about them. He needs to take responsibility as a grown man, and yes. that's what it comes down to. It's no one's fault; it's their fault. Do you trust guys? Yeah, I do. Um, I didn't think I would, but yeah, I I do hundred percent. I think now that I've educated and i've learned so, i've learned so much out of this it's overwhelming that i think i would be able to see the signs if i was yeah. with someone that was aggressive drunk or sober it doesn't matter that i would be probably saying i'm not i'm not going to hang around you know not probably i would be yeah do you know you're um, doing
0: a really good job with having such a positive
4: outlook on yeah, it yeah and i think i've always been like that i've always been really optimistic and that's what sort of got me through and um, just trying to remain positive and focus on all the good things that have come out of this and you know i'm alive my son's alive i'm safe this man you know if he didn't do it that night who knows when he would have done it would my son have been there you know i just think we've i've escaped this i really had someone watching over me
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you've done a good job for it and i just want to say thank you for uh for sharing your story no problem Thank and you wanting so to much. share your story do you know to try and get it out there for other yeah, people
4: yeah I do and I just I just guess want people to be more aware because I just I wasn't you know like I said I was naive because I wasn't educated and all I want out of this is to you know educate people that there are little signs you know you might think this person's amazing but they normally are little signs and you just need to be a bit more aware of them and realize that they're not normal and there's no excuses for them you know mm. I knew that this man had had a really bad childhood and things and I would try and help him through it we talk about it and I am supportive um, but I guess I
0: there's no excuse for that
4: no and I guess I did make excuses and go oh you know well he's had a really bad upbringing and whatever but you know that's a mistake that he's made that he's gonna to have to live with for the rest of his life and it could have been a lot worse for him yeah <laughs> you know i they could have been putting me in a coffin that's what it comes down to it came s- millimeters it was so close you know you're supposed to be here yes 100 <laughs> percent. thank
0: you <laughs> no problem thanks for having me <laughs> so good to finally meet you i know <laughs> And much love to her for uh, sharing her story and I do encourage people that have um, been in a domestic violence situation or currently are and men and women can both experience That's that we true. are very much aware of that. The number is 1-800-RESPECT and yesterday he was charged, I don't understand the legal system, mm. yesterday he was charged I think to 5.5 years, 5.5 mm. years but eligible for parole next year.
1: Yeah, I think that would make a lot of people angry hearing that. Yeah. Especially after listening to her chat.
0: Especially I don't know why you give a sentence and then, you know, paroles next year. Mm. Yeah. It's doesn't
1: mean he'll get it, but it's don't they
0: normally though, oh, if they I can prove know, I, don't be, I don't I
1: don't even think regardless, I don't think the five years is yeah. like really but yeah.
0: Yeah, but I do encourage anyone who even if you are an aggressor and you would like help as well, um, the number one eight hundred respect. That's the number for domestic violence.
3: Steven Abbey now with Osher on hit 105.
1: Hey, uh, a couple of times already this week, and it is only Tuesday, but Abs, you have come under fire for your um, lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. I a- get mocked on a daily basis. You do get mocked. Even but probably an hour basis. Yeah,
1: but it's fun mockery. It's japery. Uh, it's it's uh, like brotherly, sisterly kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> we, uh, you had a revelation on the weekend about mm-hmm. maybe entering the 2000s mm-hmm. and getting Netflix.
0: Yeah, I said to you, uh, a friend of mine at lunch was like, "Oh my god, change my world! I got Netflix," and I sent you a text saying, "Stav, <laughs> the world is not ending, but I think I might get Netflix." And you went, "What's happening?"
1: And then twenty minutes later, she takes back ba- going, "Cancel that! I don't have a smart TV. <laughs> <laughs> I have a retro TV. It's pretty thick at the back. Change the channels like this."
0: I don't. I'm okay with my options. <laughs> I get overwhelmed with options. When I go in to buy ice cream, I walk out because there's too many flavors and I can't decide. Imagine me with TV shows. You don't want me to be up all night just going, oh my God.
1: And then we had another revelation that you actually still have VHS.
0: And if anyone would like to come over to my house and watch a VHS because they have one that they'd like to watch, but they don't have a player.
1: You went way too quick there. So kids... Back in the day, (laughs) you used to get a a tape, an actual tape, much like a cassette, and you would put it in a thing called a VHS player. And when it got to the end of the film, this is going to blow your mind, kids, you had to push a button
0: to rewind it all the way back. Don't get me started on my cassette player, which I also still have. But listen to this. Seven
1: things you may have lying around the house that could be worth a fortune. Mm -hmm. And because they're all old stuff, and you're still living in the time that you think they're new products. Cha-ching! I think you might have some of these. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, um, do you have a Game Boy?
0: No, because I wasn't into computer games. Okay,
1: but do you have, oh, you don't have these, Pokemon cards? No, I don't. Okay, we're not going well. Do you have Happy Meal toys? No. Because you didn't eat junk food. Yeah. I should have fact-checked this. Do you have, wait a second, do you have Disney in your VHS tape collection?
0: Yes, I do. And a lot of it. Really? Yes. Yes, my husband came home um, one day because he was so excited because obviously that's why we're compatible because he's also living back in the old ages. He found a big, like, a box that were giving them away at mm. a garage sale because I couldn't sell them. And he was like, "Yeah, like what? what do you got? We're the only ones that have a VHS. Yeah. Um, well, all the, like, the first ones, like Aladdin and...
1: Holy... Sit down. Sit down. Uh, or, yes. Sit okay. down. Stand uh, up for a second. Okay. Now yeah. sit your ass down because yeah. this is unbelievable. Yeah. If you've got a Beauty and the Beast VHS, a Beauty and the Beast. Well, one sold on eBay for sixteen thousand <gasps> five hundred bucks.
0: That's awesome! I won't even have to work here anymore with the amount I have. I've even got the Lion King! I've got the Lion King, the original. That one's fun. Can
1: you stop looking for ways to get out of this job, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday I was selling your underwear online. <laughs> if you missed it, Brisbane. If you missed it, I was <laughs> not doing that. So now you know what you can do? You can wrap your VHS Ay- Disney tapes <laughs> up in your undies and sell them to
0: <laughs> crazy people out there. They're two different things. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Dads and kids.
1: Stab and and Osher on Hit 105. Oh, oh. Wow. Stab and Abby now with Osher
2: on Hit 105
1: skills test kicking off today for everyone in year 12 and it's a high pressure high stakes time and i'm trying to cut the mustard and say to the kids don't get too stressed out about it relax kick back don't worry because if you do bad in high school you can still succeed at life i'm like the original tony robbins do
0: teachers love you
1: oh they all loved me
0: yeah they would love listening to this as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah my
1: sister's a teacher
0: she knows
1: um they all said i could have applied myself more but <laughs> look at me now and that's what we're doing 131060. did you flunk high school but you're a success now. Prove to the kids they don't got to try. Alicia and Nanda, what did you do in high school and what are you doing now?
3: So it was actually my brother. He wasn't really interested in high school. Uh-huh. He's basically a genius, though, but he kind of had better, more interesting things to do. So he slumped out, um, didn't do anything for a couple of years and then decided, oh, I'm going to be a personal trainer. Mm. So then he worked his way through the ranks became a master personal trainer doing all the sports that he could do and then he was like, actually, I could do better than this yeah. and went to uni uh-huh. and did like a sports science Yeah. and he did his master, uh, his honours and now he's graduated with his master's and he's a physio at a hospital. Whoa. It's taken him like 12 years to get there yeah. and it's been a crazy long journey and we're all really proud of him. He's done really, really well. Uh-huh. But... That's well, great. I mean, he flunked out, yeah. but he's, you know, he's gotten to where he wanted
1: to be, and it's been a really cool journey for him. Yeah. That's fantastic, and what a Sometimes great
0: story. too young to be able to go through it all. Yeah. You know, you need life experience. It's
1: not really what I'm after, though, No, he because still he still worked. went to uni. He still really he still tried was. hard. Yeah, it's not really what, like, he still had to, like, study and but stuff. Something... Later on, he just put it off for a bit. So.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> Chloe in Springfield Lakes. Morning, Chloe.
3: Good morning. Hey,
1: Chloe. Did you flunk out in high school, but you're a raging success now?
3: I definitely did. Mm. I wouldn't say I'm a raging success, but um, through all of high school, uh, especially grade 11 and 12, I definitely flunked out. And it was quite funny because my mum worked at the school, so I was always in trouble for it. Right. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I joined the military, um, right out of high school at 17. Yeah. I'm 19 now, mm-hmm. have my own place. And yeah,
0: um, my own little dog, and it's all going really well. And I'm starting uni next year. So for those kids
3: in high school, don't worry, enjoy your time, and have as much fun as you can, because there's so many pathways out there. there
0: yeah, go, that's what Chloe. it is. There's pathways out there. I appreciate that. Well, Thanks, Chloe. And thank good luck for you too. Do you want to hear a story about a guy that I went to school with? Then I think this is kind of what you want. Oh. Like he's the kind of guy that was in detention yeah. every every day. Uh-huh. Um, now
1: he's married to a radio presenter. No, right. oh, the yeah. uh, <laughs> the teachers used
0: to tell him yeah. that he what there was no point even him doing. The basic maths because uh-huh. he wasn't able to do it. Right. He um, then, after year 12, started up his own telecommunications company and he rocked up at our high school reunion in uh, Lamborghini.
1: Wow, see, that's what I'm after. Let's see. If still I'm a douche, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, that's not the question. Okay. <laughs> that's not the question at all. <laughs> Malcolm in Ormiston, did you flunk high school and what are you doing today, bud?
3: Oh, uh, look, I, I must stress, I had a really good time at high school yeah. and uh, I, I used uh, the one fool's cap book from a whole of high school. Well done, buddy. Yeah, no, it was good stuff. And uh, I, I failed miserably. I got uh, possibly the lowest T score wow. that uh, you could get. Yeah. Um, I now um, run my own business uh, mm-hmm. that uh, goes quite well. And I've been in a situation uh, just in the last couple of years where I've actually had the ducks of the school coming to me looking for a job. Well, well, well. <laughs> was that it a looks fun like interview, the upper was, was it, Malcolm? Is on the other foot. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. I was it a fun up. interview? Yeah. Oh,
1: it was for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go, kids. He flunked out in high school and now he runs his own business and he's got the smartest guy in the school begging to him on hands and knees to please give him a job because he needs some money. So it just goes to show out there that you don't have to try to succeed in this world. And I'm living proof of that. Well said.
0: Good luck for exams, guys. Yeah, but, you know, don't sweat it.
1: Stabbing Abbey now with Osher
3: on hit 105
0: I uh, I have been guilty of saying, hey, can I get a photograph standing on that side? Because that is apparently my better side.
1: Doing a grande, it's called.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, Ariana Grande. She does have a beautiful dimple on one side and she encourages people to photograph that only. She doesn't
1: encourage, she demands.
0: She does demand, yeah. yeah. But someone once wrote to me saying, hey, just so you know, always get photographed from your left because that's your better side. And Why? I was Why? Like, oh. Back off, as in just you specifically. Yeah, and then I was no, like, no, Oh, yeah. okay. Apparently, that side is better than that side. That oh, now that you pointed out, I'll stop it. I'm like a fan of the opera thing going but, on. But um, mugshots—they <laughs> seem to go viral these days. Not as much as what they do over in America, though. You know, when they get the mugshots and they're allowed to release <clears throat> them, and there was Nick Nolte's. Yeah, one of remember those. that sexy. Um, oh yeah, guy. the sexy
1: model everyone fell in love with. Well, he wasn't
0: model. He went to jail because he was a naughty, naughty boy. But when he came out, he became a model because mm. his mugshot was quite dreamy. Women like the bad boy. <laughs> But this one lady, um, well, 18-year-old over in Sydney, she was in trouble because she describes herself as an angel, um, but just with anger. So she gets in trouble and she did get arrested.
1: All the the best angels are Are angry, angry, (laughs) angry angry angels.
0: But she wasn't happy with the photo that the police released because she escaped from the detention. Don't know how but in Sydney and Surry Hill, she did. Te- uh, she escaped from them, right. and they had to release an image of her that had been taken. And the image she found very unflattering. Yeah. So she had submitted one of her own on Facebook and said, here to the police, just what? so you know, this is me. This is a better shot. Can you please use this? What? Because she found her face was a little bit red. And to be honest, it was a very unflattering photo. Doesn't matter. So she gave In fact, if, others, if, if they're looking for you. Mm, I know, right? You want a
1: shot that doesn't look like you. So
0: she used it from her account and surprise, oh surprise, she got found. Oh, God. But, you know, it hasn't stopped there because now mean? she's in jail yeah. and she is going to be sentenced. She's going to court on uh, a later date. Uh, But she is furious because she doesn't have access to her Facebook now and the TVs have put up her original photo and she's like, no, no, we've gone through this before. I asked you not to put up the original photo. Can you please put up my new and improved photo? So she has requested for friends to make sure that they submit better photos of her. her. That's her one thing that she's disgusted by.
1: Do you know who I feel sorry for in this situation? That guy that when she goes to court has to draw her. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Can I <laughs> please see that? No, I'm going to need to see no. that.
0: What's with the shading? My no. nose is not that
1: big. <laughs> My eyes are more of an almond shape. <laughs> like, come on.
3: Steven Abbey now with Osher on
1: Hit 105.